Crap, Jeff, what are we going to do on the podcast this week? Uh, I don't know. Do you have a list? Uh, let me see. Okay. Uh, okay. Manafort found guilty. Pass. Uh, Cohen pleads guilty. Implicates Trump? Pass. Trump rejects Kushner's prison reform uh, plan. Pass. Air pollution can shave years off human life. Mm, pass. Russian trolls spread anti-vax lies on Twitter. Pass. Dolphin defends humpback from unwanted mating attempt. <laughs> pass. Guacamole. Is it healthy? No, no, pass, because I hate when people call it guac. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, or when they call Parmesan parm. Ugh. It's the hour pod. Oh, I hate when they say that. This week on The Hour, are the disabled keeping African Americans from the polls? The truth is out there? Are politicians getting too old for this shit? Plastic? That sort of thing is in my bag, baby. Oh, behave. My teachers used to spill coffee on my homework. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? I'm much better than last week. Thank you for asking. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. How was your week? Uh, it was fine. Uh, we went camping last weekend. Wasn't it rainy? It was very rainy. We got leaked all over. Oh, it's like a Trump tape. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Different kind of shower. They need to scotch guard that (laughs) (laughs) tape. It's the best scotch guard you've ever seen. (laughs) So you went camping. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was good with, uh, have you ever been camping with a child? I've never been camping, period. What? No, not a camper. Oh. Never, never been a thing. Not even a happy camper? No. No. no? Mildly disgruntled camper. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've never been camping before. Uh, well, all right. Asterisk. Once I did go to a campground in uh-huh. a, one, like one of those pull along campers. Like, yeah. You know, like they, a travel trailer. Yeah. They call them. Uh, with my in-laws. And like we were oh. there for a few days yeah. and we went to Mackinac maybe. Really? We're up near Mac. Yeah, there's like a there's a campground like right on the lake, Uh and you can see the bridge and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Uh, And so we stayed there for a few days. I don't know something about that doesn't feel like camping because like we sat in the kitchen of the camper playing cards. Oh yeah, no, it's camping. That's totally cool. So to me, there are two types of camping. There's like backwoods, like you backpack in Mm. and you like you like crap and bury it. And hmm. you sleep in a tent or whatever. And the other kind is like, you're just outside, you're in a tent or a camp or whatever, and you have like all of your yeah. amenities. We had a running shower, so. Well, that's an amenity. Yes. Uh, but anyway, camping is fun. Camping with kids is not. <laughs> not fun at all. <laughs> what? That sounds crazy. Yeah, right? and I, I will say, because I'm pretty sure somebody listens to this podcast, uh, that I had a good time, mm-hmm. but I would have had a better time. If some I things are a kid with me, uh, some things are not as kid friendly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can no, have a good time, but you're like, well. yeah, no, no, uh, like insult intended to the people I went camping with. No, no, no. But I just hated it. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Yeah. Uh, so how was your week? Uh, I, the summer is over. Mm, yeah. As a teacher, I am back in my classroom. Oh boy. Preparing, listening to professional development. Tell me again about the importance of. Wearing my yellow vest during outdoor time. Oh, yeah. Standing in triangular formation so that all the kids could be seen at the same time. Triangle yeah. formation. <laughs> you got to protect your left flank. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's 
Yeah, we've got a lot of new teachers on my team, so that's yeah. fun, you know, getting to know these new teachers. Oh, are they, like, new teachers, or are they just new to your school? Both. Oh. So we've got some new teachers who are new to the school. We have some new teachers, like, this is their first time teaching. Yeah. Which, you know, when I started a few years back, it was my first classroom ever, and it was exciting. Yeah. And so they're, like, all excited to be here, and they're like, yay, I'm going to make my class great. Uh, so it's it's fun, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's not too bad. I work with, because I work in an office in mm-hmm. IT, and I work with uh, three people that used to be teachers. Really? That couldn't do it. You know, it, it's, depending on where you're at, it can be very tough. The pay isn't great. And there's a lot of talk of, like, teacher shortages, which yeah. maybe we should talk about in a future episode, because they're having hard times finding teachers. Like, we have an opening at my school still. Really? We start school in... But this is what a weekend a weekend is yeah. left, and we've got a a space that we are still trying to fill. So it didn't used to be that way. No, it was. We I moved mean, to Georgia so that we would get away from the it, teacher unsure the teacher teacher college. Yeah, what's the, the opposite? The teacher uh, overstock. Yeah, <laughs> teacher overstock. We're overstocked com. on teachers, and we're gonna have to get rid of them now. <laughs> no, I mean I didn't teach for six years after I graduated. Yeah, because. There just wasn't anything, and now no. they can't find teachers because it's it's a bad state. Well, we should do a whole show we should. on that. In and the there's future. six years of students that uh, are worse off now because they didn't have you as a teacher. Uh, that's ridiculous. They no. didn't have to listen to my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Well, uh, well. Uh, so what what is going on? Uh, no segue here. Uh, we're going to talk about the news. Yeah. So we don't want to we don't want to bore people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, I don't want to be bored, and I'm bored with Donald Trump. But I think uh, we passed on a lot of the stories, right, that happened uh, yeah. so, recently. So last week we decided we we really didn't want to focus on Trump, right? And we've talked about him in every single show because he's the president of the United States and he's a train wreck and. We said, eh, let's not focus on him. Try to come up with other strategies right. on how to discuss what's going on without discussing him. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, let's do that. And then this week, all that stuff happened. Yeah. Well, it's it's always there's something uh, happens, and it always seems like well, now this is okay. Now this is the turning point. Now this is the turning point. Now this is no, this one's the turning point of his presidency. No, no. Now this one is. Wh- Which one is it? I I feel that this week, like. This week has been different. Like, uh, yeah, lots of stuff happened. But you know what? We're not going to talk about it. We're not. Fuck We're it. Not. Fuck him. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. I got a. Uh, I got a little trigger happy there. <laughs> a friendly fire. Jeez. Uh, no, we're not going to focus on Trump. I mean, he may come up here and there. Uh, we have a few guests later in the show who. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to focus on some other things, but still discuss what's going on in the world. Right. Which hopefully, you will enjoy. If not, you can email us and let us know at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can talk to us on Twitter at thehourpod. Or uh, you can just listen silently and just let us talk about whatever and talk to our face when you see us and say, hey, yeah, talk about Trump, dude. Or, hey, good job. I'm yeah. glad you're not talking about Trump, dude. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever happens, uh, we have uh, to switch from SoundCloud to Podbean. Correct. Um, because SoundCloud is uh, expensive and Podbean is not mm-hmm. as expensive. And so we're going to do that. Yeah. So, uh, and that may affect the iTunes stream. We're going to try yeah. to make it so that it doesn't, but you may have to resubscribe. Which uh, is next dumb. Week. Yeah. But there's only like two people. So, like, you know, well, those it's two people. It's going to inconvenience a couple people. We apologize to people. Who yeah. 
Also, we're recording on Thursday instead of Tuesday uh, this week because I changed my oil on Tuesday. Oh. That's literally why we had to reschedule because <laughs> I had to change my oil. Well, there you go. Save 30 bucks. Uh, we maybe that will be, I think starting next week, we'll be recording either Wednesday or Thursday. Right. Going yeah. Forward. So this is, a, um, yeah, this is yeah. a nice little transition because um, I used our back at work in class. In class. And I start back Working on that grad degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Got my thesis coming up. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah, good job. Is your thesis about like voting rights and the polls and stuff? Uh, nothing is decided yet. Ah, but I'm meeting with my advisor on the thirtieth to okay. discuss what I'm doing. Well, so, but but in the polls, I mean. That kind of thing is a very good thing to do research on because there's a lot of stuff in the past and there's still a lot of stuff in the present going on with like voting access in the polls. They're and... just – okay. So here's the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the state of Georgia, uh-huh. naturally. Well known actually, for their uh, voting. <laughs> two of our stories today come from the state of Georgia, by the and way. Two of our stories come from Michigan. Ooh. And uh, the two Georgia ones have to do with racism. And the Michigan ones don't. <laughs> Well, one of them. No, 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 no. Neither of them do. Really? Oh, good. Uh, All right. It's like good stuff and sex. (laughs) So uh, in Georgia, they are closing some of the uh, some of the polling places. Mm -hmm. Um, And do you know how many they're closing? I don't know the exact number. I know it's like two thirds yeah. of the polling places in Randolph County. They're going to close, right? And uh, this is a these are in the predominantly uh, African American mm-hmm. communities, right? Uh, it's yet again a way to try and disenfranchise the people in a state like Georgia who they don't want voting, right? And so they make it harder. And this isn't you know it's not it's not going to stop, quote-unquote, people from voting. But it makes it a lot harder because then the lines are longer. It's not as close. You may have to drive a little bit further. And it becomes more of a hassle. And so when when you have to wait hours and hours in a midterm, that's crazy. And it's even worse in a presidential where there's so many more people voting. And so this is one of those ways they're just trying to disenfranchise voters to try and push them away from exercising their right as citizens to vote. Right. Well, they should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps because we all have bootstraps and (laughs) get to the polls. They should all just have cars and driver's licenses. How does one pull one up by their own bootstraps? That seems like counterintuitive. Is that like a yoga pose? I don't even know what a bootstrap is. It's like a a strap. A strap on a boot? On a boot. Literally, that's what it is? I have boots. I don't have straps. I don't know. Um, Maybe it's old timey. It time. might be old timing. Yeah, grab your suspenders and your bootstraps. <laughs> you gotta pull yourself up by your strap on. <laughs> that's not. Wait, that's different. That's that's entirely yeah, that's, different. Yeah. Uh, so the problem is uh, that they are specifically closing these polling places in in African American communities, mm-hmm. um, and um, also uh, that happen to be lower income communities. Yeah, and the, so those are the ones that are usually affected. Yeah. Have like a part-time job where you're working, uh, for minimum wage or a little more than that, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you cannot take time off of work to go vote because you lose money. Yeah. And they have to give you the time yeah. off of work. Right. But they don't have they to don't pay have to you to pay do you it. for yeah. it. Right. Like, yeah, go help yourself, but feel free to vote. Yeah. But you're not at work. You're not making that money. Right. And when you're in the service industry, you're in a part-time job or you're in one of these kind of places, when you're not there, you're not making the money. And so which is more important? 
Right. So this is why it's affecting these communities specifically more than it would affect mm-hmm. a higher income community because they would uh, higher income people would be able to drive and go vote in their voting place. Yeah. I could walk to our poll now, yeah. but if they change that um, in, in the city that I live in, um, if they changed it to like one of the churches that are farther away or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which we're not going to talk about whether we should be voting in churches or not. Or should we? No, no, not this time. Uh, I, you know, if I was, if I didn't have a car, I would be able to make it. I can walk now, yeah. but I couldn't. And the other other polling place that I had in Michigan when I first moved back, it was like out in the country. Mm-hmm. And there was no way you can walk to that polling place because yeah. it was like on a country road. Yeah. Also, it was in like this like sportman's, sportsman's. Like the moose lodge. It was like a moose lodge type of thing. There was gunfire going off because they have like a shooting range. <laughs> There's gunfire going off as I'm like placing my vote. It was nuts. <laughs> uh Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Voted man. Uh, I think the the grossest thing about this is, you know, they said, well, we have to close these polling places. We don't want to. We have to because they're not ADA compliant. Like, That's okay, a great excuse. Sure. All right. So fine. It's not ADA compliant. You need to be ADA compliant. Then you need to open another place that is. Right. Like saying, oh, we're just going to close these. Like, oh, well. Right. Like, that makes your excuse completely BS. Yep. Sorry. The cripples can't get in, so neither can you. Right? Or that, that's I think that's wrong. For the Georgia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not going to try it again. No, I'm not going to try it again. I'm going to do it again. Hey, well, maybe oh, they, the cripples. Yeah, they, oh. yeah, they're election guys from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Move down south. <laughs> hey. Well, hey, I'm voting here. <laughs> the issue is that. First of all, all buildings should be ADA compliant. That's all public buildings should be. That's just a thing, right? Yeah. What buildings are these these things in? Like, so they're they're all be always in churches and schools yeah. and like don't those all have to be ADA yeah. compliant or wouldn't they want to be? Yeah. No, I I mean if it's a federal building like a a school, yeah. it's got to be ADA compliant because. It's a public school. You have so many different types of students coming through there. Churches, most churches should be. Maybe if it's in a, maybe churches don't want to be ADA compliant because you can't get to heaven if you're being weighed down by your wheelchair. (laughs) Maybe that's why they don't. There's no ramp in heaven. (laughs) No elevator. Sorry. They just push you over into the the cliff down to hell. No problem. Totally ADA. (laughs) Woo! It's like Thelma and Louise right there at the end. On what? Thelma and Louise. What? It's the it's the movie like a they, movie, the two women they like criminals and they drive their car. Yeah. Over the Grand oh oh I, okay I missed that. I, I love when I have movie. to explain a joke. It's great. That makes jokes so funny. Yeah. You just take your hover around chair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, well I have never I've never voted in a place that wasn't yeah. What a public well, building! They have to be a public building. So why are the they ADA compliant? They well, the should... whole the whole building. I mean, even if the whole the building itself is an ADA, like the whole thing, like as long as you can get in and there's some place for you to vote, like maybe the broom closet is an ADA compliant, but you know where you need to get to is. Right. So I don't know. It sounds like shenanigans. Is yeah, what, it's what all it shenanigans. Like. And basically, what it comes down to is is the the people that make the laws, the white men don't want black people to vote because yeah. black people vote uh, Democrat um, mm-hmm. and they want to keep them, yeah. uh, dis, like you said, disenfranchised. And, you know, that's why the ACLU is filing protests with the Board of Elections. And this is why, you know, a couple of years ago when the Supreme Court 
said that the Voting Rights Act was no longer relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we oh. don't need that anymore because, you know, America's not racist. We've got a black president. It's a post-racial world. Isn't that what we all used right? to think? No. Is that... Is that well, That's, didn't we think that racism was much better? Like, well, I mean, okay, all right. In 2010, okay, let's say it's 2010, a couple of years into the Obama presidency, we're thinking, you know what? It's not solved, but it's so good. Like, well, it's so much better than it used to be. And, I think we're good. I mean, even with these, it's it's still better than it used to be. Yeah, but that doesn't... I mean, so it depends on how long you're looking and what you're comparing it to. Like, if you right. look just 50 years ago. Right. So 50 years ago, way better. Yeah. Way better. Like, they're still being shitbags by trying to keep people from voting by doing these shady things, by making the lines longer, by purging people from the voter lists, by putting these ID laws in there where you have to have an ID. And, like, a lot of people who are minorities or who are poor, they don't have those. And so it's just a way to, like, try and stop them from voting. And that is sucky. It's stupid. It's terrible. But people aren't being killed for trying to register. So when you compare it to that, yes, there is progress. Is it better? No. Is it no. perfect? No. It's not solved. But it's... I think we also have to acknowledge that it has progressed from where it used to be. Yeah, but shouldn't we be fighting against that kind of stuff with as much tenacity? Absolutely. And that's like where our problem is. Yeah. yeah, we it should be as big of an issue as it was 50 years ago, and we should be pushing just as hard because – I mean, that's a core American value, right? Voting. Yeah. yeah. It, it It is central to our ideas. That's what they think. And it should be open to every citizen of the United States. There should not be any barriers to that. Like these these closing polling places, kicking people off, not just auto registering, doing same day. Like it should be easy to vote because right. it is what we were built on. Yeah. And by stopping it, that's... It's un-American. And when you got one party who's trying not to allow that to happen, yeah, but they're, it's very they un-American. the patriotic party. I hate the, I well, hate the hypocrisy of it all. And I can consider myself me, rich, but if my bank account says $4, like... Right. Well, I, I, am, I am a disenfranchised voter. I don't think anything that I'm going to vote for is going to have any consequence. I don't feel like I'm going to make a difference. Um, I'm still going to vote because I know that it's important. Like my logical brain says it's important to vote, Mm -hmm. but then also says, "Mm, but it's not going to make a difference because it doesn't because I voted and Donald Trump still got elected and I voted and literally the last election, the presidential election, literally every person that I voted for did not get elected, which is real shitty. And actually for the the primaries, my, my main governor guy didn't get elected either. So, out of all my elections, only twice has my person won. Yeah. 2008? Well, 2012. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Who, who was that, by the way? Uh, I believe it was... Smarok Flobama. Yeah, yeah. I think that was... Yeah. That was his name, right? It's rhymed, rhymed with that. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm disenfranchised, uh, and I am able to make it to the polls. Like, if there was, if there was any barrier... No, no, you're, no. You're if there was discouraged. Any, no. You're not disenfranchised. Am I saying you, the wrong word here? Yes, you are saying Fuck. You are discouraged from voting. Is that the right you, word? You don't... Fuck? Uh, I believe it's shit. Uh, shit! No, no, no. That's fuck. Fuck! No, no, no! That's shit. Shorts. Acceptable. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean... You can become cynical 
when when your person isn't isn't winning. Yeah, but I I just if if I am okay, whether I'm using the right word or not, if I don't like voting because I don't think it makes a difference, it, if they put up one extra barrier, I may not vote. That's and that's the thing. They just want to make it hard enough to try and weed out the people who really need to vote. Right. The ones that it really affects a lot. Yeah. Because what's happened since 2016, like hopefully people are realizing, oh wait, I guess I should have voted. Right. Or I guess I should have voted differently. Or I guess maybe I should have paid more attention. And maybe I should have promoted things a little bit better. Because it came down to a couple thousand people in a few states. Right. Well, and if if I have a lot of money and I don't vote, my consequences, I might have less money because they might charge me extra taxes or mm-hmm. whatever. But if I don't have a ton of money, if I'm a lower income person and I don't vote, that could cost me my life. And your job, job, your health care, yeah. your support, right. your so many things. All the social safety net stuff that, that the Republicans mm-hmm. are against. Or even, you know, a lot of the United States Army is very trying to think of the right word imbalance toward you know, poorer people yeah are the ones who join more right because they so, need a job yeah i mean <laughs> right. and it's a How it's a way to it's a way to you know have some security to an extent but then you know the republicans are also very war ready quite often right they're the hawks yeah quite often on these things they are and and then they're not passing the things to support those people once they've been injured once they're veterans like this has a lot of consequences. Yeah. And so it does. you got to vote. The, the truth is that out there, there needs to, like, there's things you need to do regardless of how you feel, whether or not it's going to help, whether or not it's going to be effective. There, there's, there's important things that yeah. is true regardless so what can, of what, what you can think. we do? We can, I guess, donate to the ACLU. Um, we can also, uh, like, have a podcast and talk about it for like, you can encourage minutes, your friends, whatever. you can donate, you can raise awareness, you can, you know, do whatever you can. I don't you, know. You know, convince the people around you yeah. that this is an important thing. It's dumb. Also, uh, Lyft is offering, I think, what, 50% off of uh, their rides to the polling right. places? Yeah, on, on election day, oh. which is great. You could also, I guess, give rides to people who can't otherwise mm-hmm. make it to the polls. There's ways for that you can organize and, and help. I really want to get the bus that... Uh, full of illegals that they talk about and cart them to the polls. I think it'd be good. There's no truth in that. Well, what is truth? <laughs> truth is truth. You'd think that truth would be like one thing, like two plus two is four. Uh, but two plus two is four. It is. That's the truth. That's what some people claim. No, 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 no. Mm. That's what the truth is. Uh, well. When you have two and you get two more, you have four. We've got the president's lawyer saying that truth isn't truth Uh, on TV. Was that a quote? Yes. He said, he literally said, he literally said, truth is truth. No. Is that a quote? It's true. How do we do quotes on this podcast, Jeff? Oh, fuck. God damn it. Truth isn't truth. (laughs) I don't know how else to do it. I like that we wasted like half a minute on me correcting you. The only thing we have to truth is... Truth itself. Uh, uh, wow. No, there is truth. Did you just lose my mind? Yeah. Up in here? Up in here. <laughs> well, so Rudolph Giuliani, 
Rudolph. Uh, former, um, you know, he's just angry. And sign of, or uh, star of uh, that one Seinfeld episode about frozen yogurt. And he's just still angry that they wouldn't let him play in his reindeer games. <laughs> Poor Rudy. Uh, so he's he's the president's private counsel now? Is that what he is now? As far as I can tell, he's he? just the guy that goes onto the shows and says a bunch of bullshit and apparently is helping in some way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're helping. All right. Uh, well, he's got so – so there's uh, Rudolph Giuliani speaking for the president and then there's Sarah Fuckabee Sanders <laughs> speaking for the president. And then there's somebody else too that like is on the news all the time. And Kellyanne Conway is gone, but she wasn't she, fired, right? Where did she right? go? She just, like, know. disappeared. She's she like, still is working, I'm going to Tahiti. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm done with this. Or, like, what happened to her? She did. She disappeared. She was out there all the time. Like, she's still there, just in places we don't see. Right. She's like, I'm under this rock. It's so great. And then Sarah Huckabee Sanders comes on. Uh, what, what she really meant to say was uh, uh, she was under a rock, but she wasn't under the rock. No, uh, it's totally under. No, she's totally under that rock. I put her under that rock. <laughs> what the president she's, meant was, I don't know why. That's, that's, she's there so she can think about what she's done. <laughs> she knows why. You cut off her arm, it grows back like a starfish. <laughs> like a starfish. Yeah, that's my favorite position. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> that's not the truth, because truth isn't truth. We're in a post-truth world, apparently. So here's why Rudolph Giuliani said this. We just watched the quote, so it's fresh in my in my dumb brain. Uh, so it's probably still wrong. Because Do you feel I, dumber I having? What, I don't even know what disenfranchised means. <laughs> You're really stuck on that. I mean, I, I think you could use it that way. I don't know. I mean, I, we need matter. a linguist. Can we get a linguist on I the show? I need a cunning linguist on the show. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is uh, that uh, he was being interviewed on Meet the Press and uh, Rudolph Giuliani, that is, and he uh, was talking about how he didn't want the president to be uh, to be put under oath. And uh, because he didn't want um, it, some of the things that he said to be misconstrued. And then he said, like, what, what's the problem if someone's under oath? Like, what, he could just tell the truth. Like, no, because the truth isn't the truth. <laughs> what? Truth isn't truth. That's, that's something a liar says. That's right. Well, like, devil's advocate. Okay. So there is a lot of opinion out there. Wrong. <laughs> And I could say that um, your blinds are broken in your house. But that's not an opinion thing. It's either they are broken or they are not. But are your blinds broken? Yes, they are. Uh, one of them is. The other one is not. So technically, wait, 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 wait. your blinds are not broken in your house. But my blind There's is one broken. blind that is broken. Yeah, so, so, so technically said, is false. It is not true. No, no. What I said because is you true said, because... No, no, no. Because you said blinds, plural. I have one blind broken. Therefore, uh-huh. it is not true. Right. If you said my blind is broken, that would be truth. Words have meaning. I and no, those words I agree with things. what you're saying. So uh, so there's no black. It's it's either true or it's not. It is. So I'm yes, playing devil's are, advocate here. Okay, but, I don't. But I you're agree still with you. Wrong. Why are you getting angry with me? And why am I like backing down immediately? <laughs> because you're wrong. <laughs> no. You know no. you're wrong. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah, but the devil's advocate is wrong. Fuck the devil. <laughs> wrong. Or raw. <laughs> Whichever I'm not really concerned. Yeah. So your blinds are broken. They okay. are. No, no, no. My but blind is broken. Not all of them. My blind, 
singular. Right. Where are we going with this? So the point is, I could say the blinds are broken. You could say that's wrong. The blind isn't broken, but the blinds are broken. You could say... There is an objective truth, It's not though. broken. It just needs to be fixed. So... But if it needs to be fixed, it's broken. Yeah. You, okay, look. Your couch is not comfortable. That's an opinion. Right. So are opinions facts? No. They're but opinions. I, but I could say two plus two is four, and then that's... Well, that's just your opinion, man. No, because two plus two is a factual statement. Two plus two equals four is a factual statement. Yeah. When you have two or something right. and you add two or something, you know, equals four or something. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. We're in a world that doesn't understand the difference between facts and opinions. Right. An opinion is something you believe. So I get into this a lot. I have a mind-numbing number of students who believe the earth is flat. No, they don't actually they, believe it. They do. That's what I thought. I thought, surely this is just an internet thing where they're just being stupid. The kids no. are memeing again. They're, they've got their dang memes, these <laughs> darn children. Their memes and their YouTubes. No, that's what I thought. I thought, no, this is just something silly. They're just being, you know, buttholes to be buttholes. Like, right. huh? No, they literally believe this, that the earth is flat. It's just a big, flat, round thing. It's a big, like a pancake. Right. That's so. That's that's not something that, that that's not an opinion. That's well because it's wrong. It can't. It it's a factual thing. We know that the Earth is not flat. We know it is spherical. We know this from a variety of ways. One, we've seen it. Have you ever, yeah. Two, <laughs> two physics. Three, you know the way gravity. Well, I guess that's part of physics. Well, physics. Gravity but, is just a theory. But then, and then that goes into the whole idea of a theory. Like I've got a theory that I think you or the Captain Peacock did it in the club room with the iron pipe, versus a scientific theory. Right. Like those are different things. Like the idea. I have a theory. It's an idea. Yeah. It's not the same as a scientific theory where it's, I have tested this multiple times. We don't have enough evidence to say it's a scientific law, but this is. You know, the, all the evidence, all the tests that we've run show that this is what is apparently true at this moment. Right. So here's the problem is that uh, people can make up shit and say that it's true or say that other things that people are saying are false when mm-hmm. they're not. They, I could just I could just say that and I, I keep going back to this, but your your blinds are not broken. I mean, this one is. Listen. Okay, sorry. Continue. God damn it. (laughs) I can just say your blinds are broken, and then even if they are, if I say they're not, if no one's around to see them, then who is there to prove that they aren't broken or are? But someone could investigate and determine whether or not that is true I mean, yeah, someone could investigate, but if you let them into your house. So So there is is, truth. Yes. But the problem is there's no – there are things that people could say that they could say are not true that – that are so here's the problem <sighs> okay the problem is yes that but the problem is we have a society that is becoming very media illiterate uh-huh they don't know the difference between true and fact they don't know where to get actual facts from they don't really want to do the research on it it's very easy to post something on facebook that says you know the earth is flat right and you know make it look good right we went from some pseudoscience society where we can pretty much believe and trust people that are in the news Mm -hmm. 10 or less than that years ago to 
everything that looks like news is true, even though it's absolutely not. Because just because it looks like true doesn't mean it is. And so people are manipulating other people to think that these things are real and that they can trust them. And so that that's another where, place where that problem comes in is that an astonishingly high number of people can't tell the difference between news and an advertisement. Right. And we and, have a president that is calling actual news organizations fake news. Yeah. There's this assault on truth. There's this assault on institutions that you can trust and it's becoming very if you were to say i trust the government or i trust the news or i trust you know some sort of institution people will have a bad reaction to it like right well i don't think fox news is news here's what i think i think that if you call yourself news you uh should legally be obligated to Say things that are truth mm-hmm. and not opinion. But that's the thing. We can't we, – there's a, a huge blurry line that people are creating, specifically conservatives and specifically Republicans are creating that says, okay, you say the truth is the truth. I say it's not the truth. So you can't believe either of us. Like that's not – Exactly. You can't And that's where the problem that. comes in is like these news companies like Fox News, when you – pop on at 8 o'clock and you're watching Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity, those are not news shows. No, those are opinion shows. Those are commentary shows. Yeah. No different than what we're doing right now. We're That's two guys. True. Like, we are not a news show. Right. We're talking no, about things we talk that talk about the news. We're talking about our, a, our opinion a of the news. hopefully comedic slant. Yeah. Uh, that's not news. But if you turn on... I don't know who's the guy. Uh, they they do show actual news, like with uh, was it Shepard Smith? He does like yeah, news, right? Yeah, like where they're where they're yeah. actually showing events that are things are happening, and definitely has a conservative tilt. Yeah, but it's something that's more trustworthy than if you're watching like Hannity. I wouldn't even trust that. And because that's fine. As Paul Manafort was being convicted, they were like and that's breaking the news about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking um, at something else. They're well, they were looking at. The um, they found the body of this girl that had gone missing, yeah. and they arrested a guy who happened to be an illegal alien, yeah, yeah. who may have murdered her. Which is still news, yeah. But it's 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 like a it's like a magician, right? Yeah, they don't want you to look at the one thing, so they're like, no, 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 they snap their finger over here. They're doing spirit fingers so that you don't see, yeah, fake news. And other company like if I turn on shows from msnbc on the left like if i'm watching rachel maddow that's right. not a that's a lot of it is opinion it's, you know it's, what the crazy thing is is we know that the things that we're watching I, I don't know we're a couple of smart guys you know we're pretty smart we know that what we're watching is left-leaning like we can tell that there's a slant there because yeah. we we are aware of it but mm-hmm. people who watch fox news they don't know that there's a slant they, they call themselves fair and balanced do they still do that? I Isn't that like an early two thousand thing. I haven't watched Fox News uh, in a, like <laughs> long form in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, since April and before that, like since two thousand eight, four, maybe. And that's, I'm sure some people who watch it know what it is, but I, I, I would say it's a false equivalency to say that you know people on the left don't know what they're watching is. Slanted a certain way. Like, I know. But we do. I know Rachel Maddow. I, I know, um, who else is on there? Chris Hayes and. Oh, I don't, uh, honestly, I don't watch it. Like, I, I know if I'm going to watch them that they're going to present things from that viewpoint. Right. 
Uh, and that's so, not where that's not where I get my news. Right. Like that might be where I want to hear what people are saying about it. Right. But like I'm not going to go there to see what's going. Like when things went down on Tuesday with the whole Manafort and like all that stuff. You know, I popped it on to see what people were saying about it, but right. that's not where I got my news. But that's like, not where I got the information about it. Rachel Maddow had her second highest ratings ever uh, that night, Tuesday night. Because, because it was stuff. big news yeah. and people wanted to know what people were saying about yeah, it. Yeah, they wanted to know what Rachel Maddow was saying about it. But, she you know, there are... Haircut. If, if you're on... <laughs> I, I am so attracted to Rachel Maddow. Are it's you really? Weird. Yeah. Oh, man. She's... She has very clear skin. She's like very... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Your celebrity crush is uh, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, that's not true. Well, we get into she has like no a, interest in you. A, a, no. <laughs> we get into like a uh, most women don't, but we get into like a, a philosophical debate about what is and isn't like what truth. You can't prove that I am even here right now, like because we might be in a simulation or whatever. There's there's philosophy involved here, which absolutely, is, which is crazy because. Uh, we think we know what reality is, and other people say that it's not, and you, you can argue with them, but then maybe not. And So here's where – so going on that idea. Yeah. That is all true, yeah. Or that is all plausible, is right? <laughs> yeah. I can't prove that I'm not imagining all of this. You're fake. This is fake. I'm just talking to myself in some room somewhere, right? Fake news, folks. I think that doesn't necessarily mean that we can't talk about truth. I. I feel like there's this tendency to say, well, since I can't prove that there is truth, then we just can't. There is no truth at all. And while even if this is an, an imagining, there is truth within that imagination because right. I don't know any other reality. There are rules within the universe. Yeah. And so I, I don't think people talk enough about philosophy, to be completely honest. Yeah. Like, I think people don't think about these things. And that's maybe why we have trouble. But then on the other side... Education hasn't been like you know, people a hundred years ago weren't talking about philosophy, like, right? Yeah, well, really, I mean, I mean, they've been talking about philosophy since it was in church, right? Like Greek philosophy, yeah, yeah. Right? But I mean, like the broad population, oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was a small group of philosophers who were talking right. about these yeah. kind of things and debating these kind of things. Uh, but your philosophy would come a lot from church, right? Like right. what is real, what is not, what is good, what is moral. And we're in a world where, you know, church attendance is way down. Like, I don't go to church. You don't go to church. Like, no. that's not what we believe in. But we still have beliefs on, like, truth and right and wrong and all those kind of things. But I feel like things have gotten very muddled about, you know, oh, well, you know, how can we prove that the, any of this is real? So there can't be any truth because it can't, might not even be real. So what? Yeah. But there is, like, canon to any universe. And yeah. when... Uh, Tom Paris goes to warp 10 and then <laughs> turns they, into a slug, turns into like a salamander and like <laughs> with Captain James with the captain who was also a salamander and, and they have, have salamander babies. What if those babies became human again someday? I, I, I want a spinoff series. I hated it. Salamander trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Salamander, get down to the warp core right now. That's a terrible Janeway. <laughs> That was actually a good Janeway. I didn't know who it was at first until you said it. Check out Tay. So Harry Kim, play me some music. Even if we are living in a a fictional universe that mm-hmm. doesn't even exist, within our universe there has to be canon. Yeah. There has to be truth. That has in. I think that's yeah. I think, and I think we haven't been 
if you look at the, I think some people are still searching for this idea of truth, but I feel like a lot of people are turned off to this idea that there's a truth, like, because there's, there's too many different viewpoints and it might be even saying something like, uh, if we look at make America great again, Uh and recently who uh, was a politician from New York, like Bill de Blasio or, uh, the governor of New York said America was never that great to begin with. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> From a point of view. And so that's yeah. where like the idea of like truth and opinion, it, it gets very messy. And like, well, because America we don't. was great for white men for a long time and still is, I guess. And it depends on what we mean by America being great. Like the institution of America, like the ideas. I think the ideas of America are great. We haven't done it right. But the no. idea that all are created equal, that's a great idea, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We have done a shit show of a job doing it. Right. And we got to fix it. Because but the people fact, want to have power and money. Yeah. But the fact that that's one of our core democratic beliefs here, I think is a great thing. Yeah. And so <laughs> your phone was just like, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> that's my friend going, ha, ha, ha's. I don't the know. Z on the end. That was <laughs> important. Cool. So, so I'm glad there was a little interruption yeah. there because I think I wanted to stop. Oh, good. I, I think we should play a game. Ooh, I'm, I, we did a game last week. I thought it was a lot I think, of fun. I, I had a great time. Yeah. No one else did. <laughs> but you and I had a great time. Well, we're so the I only ones play, Talking about truth, I want to play the game Two Truths and a Lie. Awesome. So uh, this is a game where uh, you... As you know, it's, it's supposed to be like a team building exercise yeah, or yeah. like learning. I've done it people, in class right? a few times. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, so you say two things that are true about you, and uh-huh. then we'll say one thing that is a lie. Okay. And then the people have to try to guess which one of those is the lie. Gotcha. So we have um, a couple of special guests. And I'm very excited about this. Joining us uh, for this part of the podcast. Um, they've very quietly come into the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Donald Trump here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Mr. Very President, welcome. Thank you. Uh, very excited to be here. <laughs> uh, I think really, this might be really hard because I never lie. It's really great to have you. And Can, can I just do three truths? Uh, you can do whatever you want awesome. because you're the president. That's what my lawyer told me as well. Yeah. I was, don't trip over your tie there. It's dripping a little long. Don't. Just be careful. I just uh, throw it over my shoulder. Okay, good. Uh, and we also have uh, the president's private counsel, Rudolph Giuliani here. Yeah, I brought him with me. Hey, Rudy, come on over here. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm just thrilled, thrilled to be here. You did a great job. You did a big job there. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're going to get started on the uh, two truths and a lie. Uh, who should go first, do you think? Well, I think since I'm the president, I should uh, definitely go first. Okay, so... I mean, if you pay attention to what people are saying, I mean, people are calling me up and they're like, you yeah, know, it's, it's just, it's just very sad. It's very sad what they're saying about you. Uh, and they just want you to, to, to know that, you know, you're doing a good job and, you know, best job. And people don't know this. People don't know this. They're, they just don't realize. Uh, it's really a hard thing and it's harder than you think. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think when you look at it and when you see it, uh, you know, they're not talking about this and the, you know, crooked Hillary is out there. Do they say anything about that? No. So I think that's uh, just what you have to pay attention to and what we have to talk about. No, no, I think that's great. I think what the president said was was wonderful. Uh, and we should go uh, on that. All right. Good job. 
did did he say anything, Jason? I, I don't know. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Were those all lies? Like, I hope you can't hear what we're saying here, but like, I feel like he didn't say a truth or a lie at all. No, it's definitely, definitely truth. One of the best truths. You're going to be so sick of truth because you're going to get so much truth. It's just going to be, you're going to be tired of truth. But I, that's not, I, I feel like that what you're saying, not only is it not the truth. But oh, it's, it's definitely the truth. It's just, people have been telling me it's the truth. I've seen it in the truth. The, the media is not fake news. It's telling you it's not the truth. You can't believe what you're saying. Right, right Rudy? Yeah, well, if I could interrupt here, uh, because I think I did just now. Uh, the truth isn't the truth. That's right. It's truth, the truth. truth. There's truth no truth. Is truth. Lies are lies. Truth isn't truth. You, you got it right. Okay, we're gonna have to ask you both to leave. Are you, are you being serious? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want you to leave right now. Well, it's okay because you didn't ask me to leave. I decided to leave. I'm just gonna go on my own. Rudy's gonna come with me. You know, the the president the president left on his own. He didn't he didn't need anything else to leave. He just left on his own. And we're gonna build a wall when we leave to keep you in here, and you're gonna pay for it. Absolutely, we're gonna build the wall. Adios. I mean, goodbye. Okay, thank you very much, uh, yeah. <laughs> President Donald Trump and Rudolph Giuliani. Please, uh, friends of the show, please come back. Um, please don't ever come back. Go away. Also, the uh, the impressions are free, and you get what you pay for. <laughs> True story. You know the problem with these guys is what? What's that? They're old. Yes, and uh, so old. And. It, Rudolph Giuliani's, I, I think his teeth are about three years old. His Only his top teeth. Have you seen his bottom teeth? Oh, oh my God. He's like fucking Frankenstein. It looks like, like a bookshelf that doesn't have enough books in it, so all the books are like sliding over. Okay. <laughs> they're so, old. That's the problem. They're old. They're, they're old. old. Yeah. And, well, the question is, should there be age limits on our politicians, such as Bernie Sanders, for example? I mean, my, No. You don't think there should be age limits? Absolutely not. Because I don't think your age necessarily matters whether or not you are an effective politician, whether or not you're good at what you do. I think there are some who are old and they do a great job. Like my representative was like the oldest representative. Like he'd been in Congress the oh, longest. Oh, Carl Levin? No, 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 not the senator. It was um, uh, John Dingell. Okay. He'd been a congressman since like the 50s or Dinkelberg. something. Dinkelberg? <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> Dinkelberg Humperman. Uh No. No, he, he was very old, but he was doing a good job. And so I don't think age necessarily matters. I think the problem is you do have old people with older ideas. Who, yeah. But they're... The but are they, are, aren't they holding our country back? Aren't these old people with these old ideas holding our country back from being the progressive country that we... All want it to be? No, because they're being <laughs> voted for. The okay. problem isn't that they're old. The problem yeah. is that they're being elected. Like, you know, That's just true. because they're old doesn't mean that, you know, they're still appealing to the voters in the district that they come from. And those people are saying, this is the person I want to send to Congress. Right. And whether or not they're old or not doesn't matter because the, the electorate is deciding this is the guy. And so, yeah, but isn't the electorate a bunch of old people too? Like, they should the have problem. term limits for these people. Uh, there should, I, well, okay, see, so there's see, a minimum age limit 35 for president. Yeah. And what is it for senator? Do you know? Uh, 20, 25, Yeah, 20, so if there's a minimum 18? age limit, shouldn't there be a maximum age limit? No. 
I just 100% reject this idea. And I've seen people, so like I know there's the Parkland survivor who recently did a really great interview. Like he was, it was a very long interview where he talked about a lot of different things. But yeah. in it, he said that he felt that uh, that because you've got all these old people in there, they're holding people back, just like you were saying. So this is David Hogg. And he said, quote, the reason Republicans are successful right now is because they're empowering young people. All the Democrats just won't move the fuck off the plate and let us take control. Nancy Pelosi is old, he said. Okay, so here's my problem. One, what's wrong with Nancy Pelosi? She's unpopular Nothing. with Republicans. Yeah. Two, right. the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, if she became Speaker of the House, is an elected position. The people yeah. in the House decide who their Speaker is. Right. So... And she is an elected position where her her electorate have said, this is the person we want. And then the people in Congress said, this is the person we want to lead them. If you don't like that, you need to vote. Right. And that's the problem that young people, if they feel that way, it's because they don't vote. They are historically the group that is not out there at the polls, who does not regularly vote, who can't be dependent on to do this. And if you don't like it, change it. The young, the millennials are the largest voting block in the country. Yeah, but they If they wanted to change something, they 100% could. They just need to do it. Right. So we have uh, people up and coming uh, like Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, he's running, running against, against uh, Ted, Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, mm -hmm. but on all the, on all the mm -hmm. news stories, he's just Ted Cruz's opponent. Like, you know, they don't say his name, so people don't recognize I, him. Well, here's the thing. I think it depends on where you're at. Like, we're not in Texas. So they just say... Thank God. Right? <laughs> uh, but for us, they'll just say opponent to Ted Cruz because it doesn't matter to us. We're not voting for him. But I, I'll bet you if you're in Texas, the, you know, the Houston newspaper or the Austin television station, they're using his name. I hope so. I don't yeah. know. I don't know for sure. I know that I know people in Texas, and I feel like I could maybe help them make the right decision True. by not voting for Ted Cruz. Um, but he's a he's Beto O'Rourke is a Democrat mm -hmm. in a Republic, obviously Republican state. Yeah. So it'll but be hard for him to win. But he's polling really close. I think he's within like four points. Yeah, he's polling close, but that doesn't mean much. It so it's all going to depend on who comes out to vote yeah. on election day. Yeah, exactly. And if it holds up like it's been holding up in other places where there's more Democrats who are energized to vote than Republicans who are energized to vote, he has a chance. Yeah. Do I think it's likely? I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know what to say anymore. I like, don't know. Things have been crazy. But I don't think just saying you're old, you're no good anymore is really the answer here. I, well, I, I, I agree with you that just because someone is old doesn't mean they're no good anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's kind of writing writing people off that they have experience and they mm -hmm. have wisdom and stuff, but they also have their old held beliefs. So Nancy Pelosi yeah. is seventy eight, sure years old, um, and I don't know how old Bernie Sanders is. He's in He's his seventies, right? As well, yeah. Donald mm -hmm. Trump is in his seventies. Mm -hmm. um, Barack Obama was. He's young. He's a yeah, young guy. Yeah, he's younger. I turn 35 tomorrow. Yeah, don't say it. President. Don't say it. I could run for president. <laughs> Jeff, 2020. That's right. 20, yeah. uh, hey, I'm going to talk like this. Hey, I'm going to hold. Yeah, be folksy. 
Do you, yeah. got, do you got khakis and like a plaid shirt you can wear? I do. Yeah, I wear awesome. them every day for work. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You're, you're in. I'm already in. You got I'm the uniform. I'm already like the folksy, uh, folksy president. Just got to go to a diner and shake people's hands. Uh, in wrong. Iowa. Wrong. I never go to a diner. <laughs> so uh, I think that it would be better if younger people got elected, but I I probably don't think we should have age, age limits on politicians. No, I mean, but I think that our our elected politicians in general are too old. If, if there's someone that, uh, like Strom Thurmond, who was 100 years old when he died and he was still in office, this man ran for president in 1948 against Harry Truman. And he was still a senator. And he was still a senator because the people in his state decided he was still a senator. Or were they just like, well, I think he's done a great job and he hates black people, so I'm going to vote for him some more. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, <laughs> he is reflecting the views of his voters. I mean, that's that sucks, that, but that's true. It does. And, and while there are many young people out there who could change that, they yeah. don't vote and they need right. to vote so that you get people uh, like, um, you know, people like Beto O'Rourke, or, who's, or, who's 45, by the way. Yeah. Or He's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh-huh. uh, the the very progressive. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, New York, right? Yeah, yeah. And so if you turn out, you'll get the people you want. You got to be... That's the thing. You got to put some work into it. You got to get them out there during primaries. You got to mm-hmm. find a candidate you believe in, and you got to convince people to vote for them. Yeah, you got to vote not... for them. You you put them in a plastic bag. You carry them home mm-hmm. for uh, freshness. Like they're your groceries. Yep, and you just shove lots of views and opinions in them. Yeah, uh, but you... better double bag it if it's too heavy. You do. You don't want it to rip through. You don't want it to rip through. <laughs> Speaking of plastic bags, uh, uh, Kroger. Kroger has announced that by 2025, they're going to get rid of plastic bags altogether. So Kroger is the largest uh, grocery grocery train or or chain in the United States right now. Here's my problem. What am I going to put? What am I going to put in my other bag that's hanging in my kitchen if I don't have more bags to put in it? It's just what I'm just going to have an empty bag hanging there in my kitchen. Yeah, I have a plastic bag with nothing in it. That's ridiculous. Well, there's still going to be plastic bags. You can still get plastic bags. Yeah, but it's all going to be from my, like, Chinese food. Oh. Uh, because it always comes in a plastic bag with a paper bag inside. That's true. Yeah. Oh, with that little, like, little piece of, like, uh, yeah, the cardboard, cardboard in the bottom. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, awesome. Yeah. Uh, right now, Whole Foods gives a 10-cent discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For using your own bags, you go which is they, cool. The nice thing about that, too, is, like, they give it to you, but then they convince you to donate it. Like, right. Would you like to donate this? It's going to the National yeah, Audubon actually, Society yeah. or the Michigan Children's. Yeah. And that's it's it's like, oh, yeah, it's 20 cents. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Donate, fine. Like, um, take it. I, I, just, I just spent like double the cost on groceries so, than I normally would. Oh, well, not anymore because they buy, bought by Amazon. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on what you buy. You got, you got the Amazon app now and uh, uh-huh. you get like special Prime discounts if you're a Prime member. Yeah. And then they give you an extra discount on top of the sale price. It's well, crazy. It must be nice. It's it's weird. I'm still shopping at Kroger. I shop at Kroger too, but yeah. you know what? I bring my own bags. I am one well, of these bring your own bags people. I have a bag I, of bags. I want to be a bring my own bag kind of guy. I've mm-hmm. got the bags in my car. I just literally always forget them. 
you yeah, put a, like a little uh, alarm or something. Have you ever like, shopped at an Aldi or a Save-A-Lot? I have not. I never well, realized. I've been, in a, I've been in a Save-A-Lot. I never realized how luxurious carts and plastic bags are <laughs> until I went into a Save-A-Lot. And they were like, uh, well, you need to get one of these boxes over here. And there are no boxes. Like, what's, like your question, seriously, what are we going to put groceries in? I guess we're going to have to bring our own bags or buy the bags that they have there. Or or they're going to have paper bags. Like, that's what they've got. They they used to have the plastic bag. Now they got the paper bag. Uh, but if you bring your own bags, it's just the better way to go. Yeah, but Kroger's paper bags. Have you ever used Kroger's paper bags? I've never seen them there. The handles always tear off. See? Always. I mean, like I said, I bring, I got my bag of bags. Yeah. I put them in my car. I take them in. It's it's a pain in the butt sometimes because like I'll go through the U scan yeah and then I put a bag there and it's like did you put a bag in the scanning area? and I'm like yes I did and then I put another one and it says did you put a bag and I'm like yes I did and then I put the third one and they're like did you put a bag in the packaging I'm like I told yes I and I haven't even scanned it like I haven't even hit the start button yet I'm just putting my bags so I can like put my stuff right in there yeah and it's just like losing its mind I love how when you scan your Kroger card sometimes it's like welcome valued customer. <laughs> so loud. I hate when I come up and like they have it up all the way. Like the last guy was old or something. He's like, what yeah. did you say? So there's a button where you can adjust the uh-huh. volume on it now. But you get to the first one. It's like, welcome to Kroger. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm down. At, at least it's not like announcing the things that you're buying. Like <laughs> extra large cucumber, $1.99. Lube, $19.99. Mini <laughs> condoms, $8.99. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, in, in... 2016, this is a couple years ago, uh, uh, Michigan. Michigan passed a, I don't know if it's famous or not, I think it would be, it was in the Washington in, Post. Yeah, it was infamous maybe. Yeah, they, they, the state of Michigan banned the banning of plastic bags by local, because Republicans are super big about like local government, but then they said, oh no, you can't ban these plastic bags, so they banned the ban. It's so dumb. Which is ridiculous. But the good news is the fact that Kroger is now taking mm-hmm. it upon themselves to ban plastic bags, mm-hmm. this means that libertarianism works. Yeah. Because one grocery store did it. Right. Well, then all grocery stores will follow. And if we want to we'll shop see about at a that. store. Blah, 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 blah. I, so, I like that this ban, though, this like the Michigan banning of banning. Mm-hmm, right. It's, it's like we're not the only one. Yeah. We're in a great club of like Idaho. Arizona, known for their great things. No, yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Like, you know your idea is bad if, like, the if the people want it and you're like, no, you can't have that. Yeah. No. Bad. Like <laughs> Your idea is bad and you should feel bad. Yeah. I mean, because plastic bags, sure, they're convenient. Yeah, it's, it's convenient not to have to bring the bags, not to have to remember, not to have to do that. Right. But... We've got like 5 million tons, metric tons of plastic getting dumped in the oceans. What is that in freedom units? <laughs> a shit ton. A billion tons. Yeah. No, like <laughs> millions of tons of plastic are going in the ocean and yeah. plastic bags are like a huge part of that. Like, right. uh, And recently they did the whole thing about straws in what, California. Yeah. And then the, the conservatives are like, yeah, I'm going to use a lot of straws just to show you damn liberal. Like. Calm down, dude. You can't bag. drink from more than one straw at a time. I'm going to drink from eight straws. Get too much air. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's a lot like sucking a dick, I you, think. Yeah. When you drink from eight straws, you're like, oh, oh, oh. like, there's just too many straws. <laughs> and I'm totally not gay. It's America. <laughs> I'm just going to give a beeger to this Coke. So, like, but, okay, so when these places started banning the straws, did you not think 
twice about your straw use? I mean, I've been thinking stra- twice about my straw use. And my, like, I go to a restaurant and some restaurants and like, no, I, I'm getting some water. I really don't need a straw. Right. Like, I try not to use them unless it's like a to-go cup. Yeah. Where, you know, I can't really sip uh, a water as I'm driving. Like, it's just right. crazy. Yeah. So, but if I'm in a restaurant, if... I will try not to use a straw, but I do the same like with the plastic bags. I try not to take a plastic bag. I went to the grocery store just to pick up a few little things that I needed mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And I could, it was three things. Yeah. Mini cucumbers. <laughs> some lube. Some lube. And, mini lube, mini condoms. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I grabbed three things and I just set them on the, the weigher, like, you know, make sure I'm not stealing stuff. And the when scale. I got the scale, yes, <laughs> I, I forgot the word for scale. So that's that's the level my brain is. It, you, you're sitting on that thing that weighs things. Yeah, it's it's the thing it's that the it detects the gravity. In, I decide things. I'm the decider. The way things weighs the wear. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So so I had these three things, yeah. and I didn't put them in a bag. And the the U scan lady kind of looked at me, and I'm like, what? I got it was like a shirt that it could go over my my arm. Yeah, and then. Two things that I could hold in each hand, like it was a big yeah, deal. You don't want that look from the U scan lady. That's real bad. But you also don't want plastic in your fish. No, and that's and you, what's happening. You don't want straws in your ocean. You don't want plastic in yeah. your fish. And uh, this most recent study in uh, Scientific Report found, yeah. like, not not like in their stomach, like in their flesh, pieces of like microplastic that will end up in your stomach because and if in you're in my eating, flesh, yeah. So and then whoever eats me, it'll be in their flesh. <laughs> So that's just something you don't want. What so you, are the things that you don't want, su- such as plastic in your fish. Or racists in uh, your schools. Racists <laughs> running your schools. Uh, can we not? So here's the stop? deal with this one is, can we stop? No, we can't. Uh, even though we just passed the hour mark, uh, we can't stop because we have more things to talk about. The This... Uh, Buford Public Schools. Oh, I love me some Buford Public School. Down there in Georgia. Oh, never went down to Georgia. They, uh, the superintendent is, um, I don't know. Guy. Accused of using racist language. So they have a recording of him using the N-word to talk about. So they, uh, apparently they were watching, uh, like some security footage or some kind of footage from a camera. Mm-hmm. And there was an African-American uh, worker mm-hmm. um, for the school district that was um, doing something on his phone while sitting in, a, in the forklift. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this superintendent called him the N-word mm-hmm. um, a couple of times and then said, if, he, if they would let me, I would shoot him. That's what he said. Oh, that's nice. So this isn't just... And and it's bad enough that a like a superintendent of a public school system would use the mm-hmm. N word, but also that he would shoot them if they let me. Like that's the most insane thing. the The Buford Public Schools are, uh, I think, between fourteen and fifteen percent African American, um, and like thirty five percent Hispanic, and the rest white. And this guy is deciding on what these schools will teach the kids. And this guy's deciding. And he sets the tone. Um, yeah. You know, things right. like that. So if you see the guy at top, literally the guy, because that's his name, Guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guy Hamby. Hamby. Mr. Hamby. Yeah. Like if you see that kind of thing from the top, that sets the tone for the people below. Right. And. You know, we were talking earlier about, you know, post-racial, right? Like it's not. And. 
when when you see this like a person in a high position saying things like this and then you know in the the news article they interviewed a senior from the high school in this district and she said you know this is the south everyone says the n-word all the time hold on you're gonna have to go back. sorry this is the south Everyone says the N-word all the time. When I was younger, I was wearing my hair natural. Another kid said I should go back to the cotton fields where I belonged. Like, so a kid said that. Like, right, another this kid. Is, like, a lot of us are in these bubbles. Yeah. Like, I never hear anyone say the N-word. I'm not around people no. who say that. Yeah, me either. Because I, I distance myself from the people who say it. Like, the only person, like maybe an old relative, occasionally when I see, occasionally I may see it, and it always strikes me as like, wow, you're just willing to just like say it without even a thought that that's something you shouldn't say, like just right. flat out use well, it. Well, there but are a none lot of them around. Why can't I say it? And and because hate begets hate. <laughs> and as this this student is saying, who's living down there, you know, this is something that's happening all the time. So just because it's something I don't see, we can't think that it's something that's uncommon like it's common people yeah. are doing this a lot and it's disgusting and sad and terrible right um, well we we said uh i think earlier in the podcast if we didn't cut it out we said um that we live in a bubble and that we mm-hmm. don't really i think we said that like last week maybe maybe yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like in 2010 i thought racism was much better mm-hmm. than it is oh yeah we did yeah we like, talked about that uh 2016 and then Donald Trump gets elected, who obviously is a racist. And then um, uh, we're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe America elected this racist person. And then black people were like, you, did you think it went away? It didn't go away. Mm-hmm. It's just been hidden. Yeah. And all these racist people that have always been racist are now coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. because they they feel like it's, um, it's allowed now somehow. Though, <laughs> apparently from the – what, that right-wing group – had their big thing, the the ones that marched in Charlottesville last oh, year. Yeah, yeah. And there were like hundreds of them. And then right. they, they did, you know, the sequel a few weeks ago and like 20 people showed up. So I guess they're going, <laughs> uh, I guess they're going back in the woodwork where they belong, back, go back under, under the, the rock. Like, and it's, you can't, I, so, oh, fuck, you can't solve racism. You can't make racist people not racist. Like, I can't make a racist person not racist. I can stand up for what I believe in, and I mm-hmm. can I can confront them if I see racism, yep. uh, but there's nothing that I can do with people that I haven't met except for, uh, I don't know, someone you, tell me. You be a voice against it. I and am a voice against you promote, it. You promote a more equal and a more diverse idea, and you don't let up on it, and you call it out when you see it, and you you don't ignore it and you right. don't mute it i think during the 2016 like election and the aftermath i saw so many people on facebook talking about like deleting all these people from their facebooks yeah, like yeah. i'm not going to see that anymore and that's that's not going to help it because that means they're not going to see you anymore either and they're not right. going to hear a counter to their point and they're going to just be in a more insulated bubble. And I you think n- that people that go on to – so if you're on Facebook and you and you see something you don't agree with, uh, like white privilege, for example, um, and then someone comes along and says, I don't think white privilege exists because I, I didn't get privilege and I didn't feel like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think those people are sort of like reaching out to you and trying to say uh, – 
prove me wrong. Like, please prove me wrong. And if you can, if you can, uh, like Beto O'Rourke, if you can talk eloquently mm-hmm. and intelligently about like the the football players kneeling to the national anthem, um, then I think you can accomplish more. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like I've had, you know, former students who have said to me, you know, I come from a family that sees it this way. But by hearing other ways, it's made me think more about it. Right. And, you know, maybe they still believe what they do, but maybe that's in there and they're going, you know, it's doing some good. Hopefully. Well, the superintendent obviously is a piece of shit and <laughs> should be fired. He's on leave now, but he definitely mm-hmm. should be fired. But they're like talking about how yeah. they're verifying the legitimacy of the yeah. recordings or whatever. Yeah. So whatever. you got a sucky so superintendent. You got a sucky superintendent. He's doing a, he's doing the little side job of having a little racism on the side. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, not in the school board meetings, just on the side. <laughs> but uh, there's some good superintendents out there. Yeah. There are. And this yeah. this one we're going to talk about is doing a side job. Not it a is. hand job, but a side job. <laughs> we'll reach. talk about that in a second. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Dr. David Harnish from Martin Public Schools in Martin, Michigan. He's a superintendent. And so he had a great kind of thing going on. They were doing renovations on their school. And they got to the end of it. And, you know, they didn't have enough to get everything they wanted done. And one of those things they didn't have enough for was a paint upgrade for the school uh-huh. the school hadn't been painted t- since 2001 and they called in like a professional painting crew and they said it would cost them a hundred and fifty thousand dollars i believe it to paint. painting is expensive and and he said we don't have the money for that but he still wanted to make it happen and so what he did was he worked 90 hour weeks all throughout the summer personally painting the school he hired some students to help with it uh, at a much lower cost obviously because you know they're students right. and uh, not a professional crew, uh, but they worked and they painted the school building. So the first day of school, uh, I'm not sure when they start, probably any time now, yeah, probably <laughs> after Labor Day, most schools right. do. Yeah. Uh, but their students are going to have a nice painted school. And yeah. It's amazing what little things like that do. Like my first classroom I had, had this terrible paint job. It was old. It was dreary. It was just like, blah. And the second year I was there, they painted it. Mm-hmm. And the room just felt so much different. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's a little thing like that. And good for him for, you know, finding a solution and being willing to do for... I mean, he should be able to just get this done. But since he couldn't, like, like what I'm saying is, like, we should fund our schools so that they're, they're <laughs> right. good places. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I always feel like... I applaud things like this, but then at the same time, I'm like angry that he had to do that. Right. Well, and I think that maybe the community could have come together to help him. Paint and it sounds so he like didn't have to work ninety hours I mean, a week. Yeah. If he had some maybe parent volunteers. And that was a nice thing about the school district that we went to as high schoolers uh, when I was working with them as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a student who was very into promoting the community and he he did a thing about painting and like right. they did a lot of painting around the school to freshen it up and he got a lot of community support and that's that's great you know being out there in the public uh, getting the public support and you know getting people to to do that to do it is uh is good uh yeah did you say to do it i did like do the work do it do, do it. it yeah you got to do it you got to do it which apparently is what this <laughs> Teacher in in an elementary school in Belleville, Michigan, which is uh, not too far away. Not yeah, right in our our backyard almost. So she had been a doing it called Hot for Teacher. 
I don't know what the what was it dot com dot biz. Uh, didn't say in this new story. Co dot jp. I think that's a hentai site. But, but AU. she had a uh, an X-rated pornography site that she and her husband would record videos of themselves having sex. Yep. And publish it online. That is and called it hot for teacher. That's, I mean, getting paid as a teacher is you don't get a lot of money. But you do no. get a lot of money in porn. So. <laughs> she, she probably made more, depending on what, I don't know what she looks like. Depending on what she looks like, uh, she probably made more uh, money. Does the internet really care? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can there's always more... someone on the internet that would like that. Like, ah, oh, grandma sloths. I love that. <laughs> oh, reindeer who are 52. That's my thing. Yes. Like, grandma got run over by a reindeer. They ran a train on her. <laughs> grandma got railed by a reindeer. <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. Uh, gross. Everything's a thing on the Geriatric porn's a, a thing. Uh, Everything's so a thing. She had her own website, which is weird to me because I, I, when I first heard the story, I just assumed she was on one of those like live cam sites mm. like Chatterbait.com that I don't know about. I mean, it was weird to me because having and you know knowing a lot of teachers, they're not good with tech. No, they're, they're not. <laughs> you ever you ever sit there and they're just like, how do I get the PowerPoint? What's an HDMI? Why is it? <laughs> What's frozen mean? What am I? They always have to get the student up there to do it. Right, like, yeah. <sighs> they were like moving the mouse around like. All right. Why isn't the mouse pointer moving? Yeah. Then they leave it right in the center of the screen. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that drives like, me insane. Yeah. Maybe that's like what all her, all her uh, videos were. Like there was a mouse pointer right in the middle. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is like not the worst thing that a teacher has done. Uh, ever. I, here's and the thing. This is like you, you have to separate what the teachers do in their private lives versus the teachers do in their public lives. Yeah, they're like not, if you drop enough bomb on a podcast as a teacher, I mean, I mean that's something I've always thought about. Like, you know, yeah, I I don't share this in a in a venue where people I know from like teacher world right. see it. Right. Uh, that doesn't but mean I'm they sure, can't like, find this it. Teacher didn't show her hot for teacher thing, but someone found it eventually, someone, right? So they found out because of a parent complaint. Ooh. So like, dad was like, "Wait a minute, is that Miss Smith?" As <laughs> soon as I'm done, I'm calling the school. Right. Like, like I'd hate to be that guy that like had to go to his wife and say, um, "All right, listen, honey, um, I don't want you to read too much into this, <laughs> but I saw little Timmy's teacher." Uh, given a hand job to some dude on this website called Hufford. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't find it myself. I stumbled upon it. But anyway, she was giving this really hot hand job to this teacher. I mean, to her husband or whoever this is. And like, I think we should like report it. I mean, like, I don't want to be that guy. I mean, in the she didn't do anything illegal. No. Uh, so it's all. It wasn't like at school. So. <laughs> I mean, what, Are you what, sure? I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the website's as as I, down right now. <laughs> I feel like they would have said if it like was happening at school. Right, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was at school, sure. Well, it's one. And I understand there's like, when I'm at school, I want to be seen professionally. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I want to do professional things. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make sure my image looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I personally would be like, no, that's not something I want to do. Because I don't want my students to possibly stumble upon this. The internet is open. Like, I mean, and that's the other thing. She's an elementary teacher. The chances of her students stumbling upon it, probably pretty low. You would hope so. But the parents like, stumbled upon it. 
Yeah. And, but that's the thing. Like there was a teacher when we were in high school. Uh-huh. She was like a coach or something. And she, she was a cheerleading coach. Yeah. And then like she apparently went and made a movie or something, right? That was the that's rumor. That's what I hear. I've never seen it. But I did see her at a hotel. This is true. I saw this teacher at a hotel room. Uh, my dad had come up and then we were staying in this hotel. And then I saw her with the person in the hotel, a man, like in the lobby. And then they just like went upstairs together. I, this is real. <laughs> this is a very riveting this story. Is, there. Well, it is, but like she you was assumed, at a hotel. With you you assumed it wasn't her husband if she was married, and you assumed it wasn't. Um, she can't go to a hotel. No, she can't. Why were in you her at the home hotel? To, like where she lives. Like of okay, course okay. she met a guy. Right, she met a, so she met a dude, and she she boinked him. They bunked I mean, uglies. The, Okay. As they used to say in the 90s. See, that's uh, the thing. It was the 1900s. Like, <laughs> right, it's harder right. to verify. Yeah. So anyway, they went upstairs. But like, that, that's a scandalous thing. Like, well, like, well, I saw Miss What's-Her-Name going upstairs with some dude. Like, should I have reported that? If I had reported it, would she have gotten in trouble? I don't think so. But what it's, would she it's, the, it's the public, the public like, uh, nature, I think, of yeah, the yeah, website yeah. that got her in trouble. Do you think I she'll mean, be, still be a teacher come the new year? I don't know. I mean, the courts, so there's an appeals court who's ruled that public school teachers can't be fired for behaviors outside of school if it doesn't affect students. That's good. But then this is an argument, right? Does does it affect students? Because, like, students are going to talk about it, right? Oh, yeah. That's going to be very disruptive to yeah. the classroom. Yeah. So, you know, does that fall under? It's it's a very tricky area, I think. It's a gray area. Yeah. And, you know, I think with something like that, it, it's, I don't know. Well, whatever happens, we know that um, it, you could just say it's not the truth. It didn't happen, and it never happened. No fake news. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what did we learn this week? Well, we learned that um, it sucks to be black in America. <laughs> we just learned that? Just now. Just, just yeah, now. <laughs> just now. Uh, how'd you do in history class? <laughs> um, real bad. Uh, is that the truth? Because we learned that there is no truth. There is zero truth. It's all lies. Two truths and a truth is two lies and extra lies. <laughs> truth, lies, and videotape. <laughs> we learned that uh, it's not old people's fault that young people don't vote. So stop blaming them. Well, they should not be in office anyway. Uh, and we learned that uh, plastic bags, bad. Um, reusable bags, good. Yeah, I think we Okay, sure, yeah. Did we learn that just now, though? Have we always known that? I mean, I've known that. Okay, fine. <laughs> we learned that if you want something done right, you're just going to have to paint your school yourself. And fuck your husband yourself. <laughs> On the internet. Uh, and this hour has been one hour and 17 minutes. Way too long. <laughs> That's not what she said. Hey, uh, hey, Rudy. Yeah, what's up? I uh, had this great idea. Uh, just going to run it by you real quick. Uh, hotforpotus.biz.us. Oh, that sounds great. I would I would totally go there. Do you think that's good? Do you think that's good? Uh, I, I think it's great. I think it should do it more, and you should do it uh, every day. I was thinking, you know, see if you call, uh, call Vlad, see if he wants to, you know, get in on that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sounds good. You know, if my penis could get hard anymore... I would totally be on there, and I would I would jack it to you. Have you tried looking at Ivanka? Because that really does it for me. Uh, does nothing for me. Okay. Well, try try going to uh, hotpotus.org.